Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh, you an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gon' take it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yeah. yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to mine? Yeah. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yeah. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I your theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright. Gonna learn today. Alright, 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 alright. Shalom and good morning. Now, welcome once again to another episode of Swear Truth Presents Bible Talk. Uh, it's your guy, it's that, it's that dude, uh, Meshavah. Um, in our ancient, in ancient uh, Hebrew, Paleo Hebrew greetings, Yahweh Bahashem Thumb, to the 12 tribes worldwide, to the so called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans. North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and the so-called Mexicans. Shalom, 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 shalom. Uh, and, and again, to the Hebrew Israelites that are scattered throughout the four winds of the earth, to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west, uh, good morning. You, you have reached ISBHPK Bible Talk, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge uh, Bible Talk. And again, you can reach us on, at, uh, you, uh, you can call in to area code 646 Six six eight two five six eight. You can call in and listen to the, to the, listen live at area code six four six 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 eight two five six eight, or uh, you might be catching one of the archive shows either at www.blogtalkradio.com um, forward slash Mashaba M A S H A H B A, or you might be checking us out iHeartRadio um, uh, the iHeartRadio podcast. Um, the uh, Apple iTunes uh, radio podcast, uh, Podcast Addict, or even Google Podcast, all of them under um, ISBHPK uh, Bible Talk. So uh, uh, there's a lot going on, brothers and sisters. There's a lot going on. Um, but now I'm sure everybody has, has, has seen the um, uh, the, uh, the camp IUIC. Um, um, uh, I guess what I want to say is what uh, uh, evangelizing. I'll, I'll say it like that. Um, evangelizing uh, at the uh, Barclay, Bark, Barclay Center um, at the return of uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, his first game back um, with the uh, Brooklyn Nets, and the brothers went out there. Um, in the hundreds, I, I don't know how many actual brothers that, that, that there were, they're out there um, evangelizing, um, uh, uh, Bible teaching, um, and showing through the scriptures that there's no way that black people could be anti-Semitic, and, and showing and proving that through the prophecies and through the biblical text that the so-called Negroes, uh, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, 
And the so-called Mexicans, according to archaeology, according to history, according to Bible prophecy, that we are the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. Something that we've been teaching for the, since the um, uh, in a public awareness since the 1970s. And uh, the, the families and, and the brothers from IUIC are obviously not the only ones that have been teaching this, this, uh, this knowledge um, in this captivity. They're not the first ones to be teaching it. Um, going all the way back to, to One West, 125th Street in, uh, in Harlem, uh, uh, with the original Israeli School of Universal Practical Knowledge that was later changed to the Israelite School of Universal Practical Knowledge, and uh, being the umbrella uh, where a lot of you see these camps now, a lot of these brothers and, and families teaching now uh, from IOIC, um, uh, ISUPK, uh, GMS, uh, GOCC, Believers of the Way, um, House of David, House of Israel, Ambassadors of Christ, um, uh, Sons of Jacob, um, uh, Sons of Thunder, uh, and including ourselves, um, uh, ISBHPK, uh, ISBHPK. Um, uh, we got next. Uh, uh, the brother, um, uh, General Hashar up there in New York. Um, the brother, um, uh, Zabak. Uh, um, the brother Kahan and the Light of Zion from down in, in, in Miami, um, in Florida. Um, who else? I mean, it, it, it's really, I mean, too many to name. Too many, too many to name, but you see this great awakening. Uh, that's been taking place again from the 70s. But more recently, you, you're seeing like it being real, brought out more in mainstream media about the Hebrew Israelites. And this is something that, that it's, it's the world's biggest secret. It's the, it's the hidden truth that our elders, the ones that first uh, started the school at 1 West 125th Street, they were street teaching with the loudest possible um, um, concert speakers um, possible uh, on the corner of uh, 44th and Broadway in, in New York City in Manhattan. The same place that Dick Clark would do the New Year's Eve um, countdown every year for, 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 for many years on that exact same spot where they would drop the ball. They actually, you know, uh, we call it the island. It is where Broadway splits uh, right there at that junction. That the, you know, you might, if you might, for some old school who might remember the song on Broadway, um, down that Manhattan, Broadway and 44th Street, that's, I mean, that is, that is the, 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 the center of New York. That's the center of Manhattan. That, that's where you, um, uh, Fifth Street, uh, Macy's Fifth Avenue Day Parade, where at 44th and Broadway, down to 34th and Broadway, that's literally where Macy's is at, where they would hold the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on that same street. Um, uh, uh, it, it, it's where it was the red light district. It, it, it's a block away from the Port Authority um, uh, uh, transportation hub where you have the, the trains coming in, you have um, all the uh, uh, Greyhound buses coming in, you had trains coming in from uh, subway trains going to um, the LIRR going up to Long Island, the uh, trains going to uh, train transfers going to New Jersey, 
Um, you can see the Staten Island Ferry from there. Um, uh, you can catch uh, trains to Queens, to the Bronx. All right there, that's the hub. It, it's, it's the hub. It's, it's one of the most populated um, uh, areas, uh, more, one of the most the biggest tourist attractions in New York City is 44th and Broadway. Um, it, it, it's, it's legendary. And for decades, the, the elders would, would, would be out there teaching on 44th and Broadway with concert-sized speakers, concert-volume speakers, um, teaching the same truth, um, that, that the so-called Negroes in America, that those people who came over on, on the cargo slave ships, um, according to the Bible, specifically Deuteronomy chapter 20, the 20th chapter, verses 15 through 68, lists the curses that were going to be on the Israelites for the Israelites not keeping the commandments of the Most High. That God's chosen people, the chosen people, the, the, that chosen seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that there's going to be certain curses. Let me get that real quick. Let me pull that up. Um, that was going to affect and, and be on the Israelites for our disobedience. And while I'm talking about it, let me just read it. Um, going to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. I'm going to start verse 1 real quick. So uh, for those who have a little familiarity with biblical chronology, with biblical history, um, the first five books of, of the Bible is also known as the Torah or the Thawarah, which means the law, the commandment, um, which was, which was uh, given to us by Moses. Right, that the Most High had revealed to Moses the beginning, midst, and the end of times, as far as prophecies, as far as the creation of, of the world, where we get Genesis from, um, the 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 birth of the nations, uh, the Tower of Babel, and then from the, uh, the birth of the nations, the Tower of Babel, <coughs> um, tracing the lineage of Noah through Shem um, to Abraham, from Abraham to Isaac, then Isaac to Jacob. And then Jacob giving birth to the twelve tribes of Israel, God's chosen people, the 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 the, the chosen people. I mean that that's 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 not uh, a foreign concept. It's known that the Israelites of the Old Testament have always been and are God's chosen people. Now to help identify who they are, well, I'm sorry, let me start out. So we have the Book of Deuteronomy, which is was the yeah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy was the last book that Moses wrote, right? That that that, um, and this is where we get the laws from, or the Torah from. The book of Deuteronomy was written and completed right at the well, especially Deuteronomy was completed at the very end of the forty-year journey that the Israelites had to go through through the wilderness and coming out of Egypt because of again our rebelliousness, our stiff-neckedness, and our unbelief. That that generation that came out of uh, out of Egypt, um, because of their doubt and their fear and their rebelliousness, that they were that generation, those adults, they were not allowed to enter into the promised land. Their children were the ones who were going to enter into the promised land um, after the forty year journey in the wilderness. So this is the Book of Deuteronomy is given to the Israelites, or given to us. It's like the last month before Moses is about to die and the Israelites are now about this campaign or the conquest of the promised land. Um, and we're, we're about to now uh, begin the conquest of 
the land of Canaan, which was promised to Abraham and then to Isaac and then to Jacob, that that land was going to be given to the Israelites, to that seed of Abraham. So now we're in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, and this is getting to the very end um, uh, of that 40 years where Moses is now about to be led up into the mountain, see the promised land, but then um, that was going to be the, the, the extent of his travels with the Israelites. So these were the warnings or the words, and that's what the word Deuteronomy means. Uh, in Hebrew, the word Deuteronomy comes from the Hebrew word debarium, which means words. Right, that these were the words that Moses was giving to the Israelites right before he was about to uh, uh, go back to the Father and we was about to not enter into the promised land under Joshua. So now we're in Deuteronomy chapter 28, I'm going to read verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 28 now in verse 1. And it says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. And again, this is Moses speaking to the Israelites. Right, the, the people that, that were led out of Egypt, that were that were liberated from the Egyptians, who who heard the voice of God, saw all the all the plagues that 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 uh, were levied upon Egypt, um, actually heard the voice of God at Mount Sinai, hearing the Ten Commandments, that He talked to those people, that nation of people, um, again, and He said, and this, Deuteronomy chapter twenty, verse one. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. So the warning, the, the admonishing that was given to the Israelites is that if we would continue to observe the laws, the commandments, and to listen to the voice of the Lord, our God, that the Lord that God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Upon the obedience of the Israelites, the Israelites will be set above all nations of the earth. All right? Now, obviously, that didn't happen. So let's jump down to verse 15. From chapter 28, verse 1, through uh, chapter 20, verse 14, list all the blessings that was going to uh, happen to the Israelites for the Israelites obeying the voice of the Lord our God. Jumping down to verse 15. Jumping down to verse 15. And it reads, But it shall come to pass. I'm in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. But it shall come to pass. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So among the Israelites, if the Israelites will not continue as a nation to obey the voice of the Lord our God and to keep all of his commandments, and all of his ways, all these curses was going to happen to the Israelites. Now, we, I'm not going to read all these curses. I'm not going to do that. But I do want to jump down to verse 45. All 
All right, jumping down to Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 45. And it reads, moreover, I mean, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 45, and it says, moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. So from chapter verse from Deuteronomy chapter twenty verse fifteen to now Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight verse forty five, there's been just a list of commandments of curses, of evils, of bad things that was going to befall the Israelites for us for the Israelites are for us not obeying the voice of the Lord our God. Now verse forty five he says all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee. If we look at the word pursue, what does it mean to pursue? To pursue? You know, they used to have a TV show called Hot Pursuit, um, where, where, where the, uh, uh, the, the uh, law enforcement would be in, uh, chasing um, a, uh, what would they call him? Um, a criminal, an alleged criminal. Uh, or what have you, um, uh, uh, a would-be perpetrator. Um, and they they would be in hot pursuit, meaning they'd be chasing, um, high-speed pursuit even, that where they would be chasing um, uh, this, 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 this car. They'd be on hot pursuit, maybe running after a suspect uh, to arrest or detain, that this suspect is trying to get away, whether it's through, uh, on foot, whether it was in, uh, in, a, in, uh, in transportation, um, in a vehicle, a bicycle even, that somebody's trying to get away from being apprehended. Somebody is trying to, to trying to run and escape and elude um, uh, arrest, elude captivity, elude um, uh, being stopped. That, that they're, going, they're, they're, they're trying to get away. So to the Israelites, it was prophesied to us before we came into the promised land. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee that as much as you try and get away, as much as we're going to try and get away from these curses, by any means necessary, that not only are they going to pursue us, that these curses are going to overtake us. Almost like the 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 y'all remember the the the, the TV show um, uh, Star Trek. I, I remember I forget which one it was, but it was when they were talking about the Borg, um, and they said resistance is futile. That we could try and resist and run and es- to escape and get away from these curses as Israelites all we want to, but these curses are going to pursue us and overtake us. Key. I want us to understand that that these curses were going to pursue the Israelites, that from being in the promised land, where we had the protection, the, 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 um, the power, the love of God while in the promised land, while we were obedient, that upon our disobedience, our rebellion, our stubbornness, our arrogance, our, our desire to want to be like the other nations, our desire to not want to be the chosen people of God, 
but to be like everybody else. To not want to accept the 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 treasure of being God's ambassadors, God's people on earth. And not want to uphold that, that there's going to be curses that was going to pursue us. And there's going to be curses that were going to overtake us until we'll be destroyed. And he tells us why. Because we hearken not, meaning listen not. We did not listen unto the voice of the Lord our God to keep his commandments uh, and his statutes, which he commanded us, commanded thee. Verse 46, y'all. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 46. And it says, and they, talk about these curses, and they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and, uh, and upon thy seed forever. So if we really want to know who God's chosen people are, contrary to what we have learned here in America about prosperity um, uh, uh, preaching, that the reason people must be rich or have things is because God is with them and that if you don't have things, you're in the ghettos, you're in the slums, you're poor, um, you don't have health care, uh, you don't have good credit, um, you don't have a car, the, 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 the fancy car, a, a, a fly house, a, um, um, the, the best clothes, it's because you must be doing something wrong against God. And that, that just, just to help back that up a little bit, I want to keep a hold of Deuteronomy 20, verse, verse 46. Give me one second, y'all. I, I, want, I do want to find the scripture. Um, I know it's that. We have, to go to, we have to go to Deuteronomy chapter 32. Real quick. Going to Deuteronomy chapter 32. I'm going to go to Deuteronomy 20, 32. I guess that I was 12. Um, getting straight more to the point. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 12, y'all. Please follow, follow along in the, in the scriptures. I'm going to Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 12. And it says, uh, So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. This is, again, Moses. Uh, I, I'm being joined by, by my brother, Gabar Kawa. Hey, uh, Shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Gabar, you there, bro? Shalom, sir. You have a shalom, Shalom, Shalom. 
welcome to uh, all Israel. Um, I believe you are at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 12. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good job. Good job. Good job. You want to start reading now? I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we are now at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and 12. Yes, sir. Where it reads, so the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. So th- this is Moses giving uh, uh, an account of the history of the Israelites, um, as well as some of the prophecies that were, uh, were going to occur and happen to the Israelites. So he's giving a, a history of when the Lord led the Israelites out of Egypt, that God didn't need no help in leading the Israelites out of Egypt. That it wasn't the 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 the, the sun god um, uh, Ra, it wasn't the um, uh, uh, Sun Tzu art of war, it wasn't the forty eight laws of power, it wasn't um, uh, Zeus or uh, uh, Neptune or Jupiter or Saturn or or Thor or Odin or uh, um, some, some some ancient Egyptian text that the Lord had to use in order to say to Israelites that when the Lord God saved us from the captivity and the slavery that we were that we were going under from the hands of the Egyptians that He didn't have any help. It wasn't it wasn't Bitcoin. It wasn't um, uh, because He had an economic plan and that we made sure that we spent the um, Egyptian shekels only in the in the Israelite communities of Egypt um, ten times before we spend anywhere else. It had nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with, with the um, uh, the Egyptian Book of the Dead or or uh, the Moabite stone or or um, any other god that the other nations had uh, was serving or, or or worshiping or or honoring. That it was the Lord God by Himself that led the Israelites out of Egypt by his own power, by his own will, by his own prophecy, that he did it. Reading on, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 13 reads, He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the fields, and he made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. So the Lord was blessing the Israelites that where, where, where it, it truly was miracles from, from the, the manna that was given to the Israelites to sustain us, um, uh, whether it was the quail that the Lord gave us, that he, made, he took care of us every single step of the way. Um, he, he provided for us where, where it looked like there was no way, there was no provisions. Remember when when the Israelites came out of Egypt, we didn't we didn't stockpile a whole bunch of uh, food and a whole bunch of of of, of uh, our provisions because of this journey we were taking. So we wanted to make sure we had enough food to eat. We literally left with the Passover meal, and even then, from the Passover meal, if y'all if y'all remember the the, the history of Passover, that if, if there was any lamb that was left over, we had to burn that lamb in the fire. It wasn't no, no preservatives to where now we can go ahead now, we're going to put this in some Ziploc bags, we're going to put this in some, um, uh, what do you call that, the, the uh, saran wrap or the, um, 
uh, wasn't plastic bowls called out the uh, oh, the Tupperware. Yeah, that we're gonna put it in Tupperware because <laughs> we're gonna be on this with journey. The, with the snap top. Right. I'm sorry, go ahead. With the snap top, you know, to, to seal the freshness in. <laughs> right. That, <laughs> it wasn't any of that. There weren't there weren't no 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 Tupperware no Tupperware parties, you know, on the way out. <laughs> exactly. You because know. we had to burn all the all the food that all the meat that got cooked that night. A Passover, whatever didn't get not didn't get ate that night, we had to burn in the fire. So there was no plan B. There was no well, what if God don't come through? There was no uh, we got to use wisdom because we don't know how long we're gonna be out here in this wilderness and how we're gonna make sure me and my family are going to eat. How are me and my family going to be taken care of? It was none of that. That the Lord, every step of the way, he provided for us every single step of the way. Where there was no water, he had water come out of a rock several times. If the water was bitter, he had a tree cast in and the water was turned sweet. The, the, literally every morning, the manna from heaven, the bread from heaven. When we, then when we wanted meat, he gave us the quails. that literally was coming out of our nostrils. He provided everything for us so that we might trust him, that it wasn't nothing that, that we came up with, that it was a plan that we devised that was going to sustain us, take care of us. It wasn't no, no Bear grill survival skills, um, uh, uh, survivor man, uh, Les Stroud type of, of, of we need to make sure we, get, get, we carry some flint. We gotta make sure we carry some um, uh, uh, some 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 survivor. We gotta make sure we carry that big ass knife from machete, so we can scrape the magnesium, so we can we can uh, uh, make a fire. So in case we gotta sterilize some water or boil some water, or or, or we gotta uh, build some traps, so we can trap some um, uh, some game, so we might be able to eat and survive to care of ourselves. It was none of that, y'all. It was just just on GP, God's principle. Just listen to me. Just obey. I got you. I got you. Reading on, sir. Verse fourteen. Yes, sir. Deuteronomy chapter uh, chapter thirty-two and verse fourteen reads: "Butter of kine and milk of sheep with." fat of lambs and rams of the breed of Bashan and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat and thou didst drink the pure blood of the grapes. Reading on. But Jeshuron waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxing fat. Thou art grown thick. Thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Right, that we, 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 we got to the point where we didn't appreciate what God had did for us. We really got to the point where we thought it was about our own power, our own wisdom, our own decisions. We really got to a point where the prosperity that we were, that we were enjoying because of God's benefit, because of God's blessing, 
we really got to this point in our minds that nah, it's because of I use this wisdom because I I I took these steps because uh, I made these type of decisions and it was me. I came up with this plan. I did this. Um, uh, you know, like like the uh, 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 Scarface um, uh, montage of who put this together? I did. Who built this thing? I did. From New Jack City was um, uh, Nino Brown. I built this. I did. I did this. The same type of mentality that that humans had right before the flood came with Noah. That tells you that men were, were giants and that they made names for themselves. That it was because I did this. Like Nimrod, the, 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 the first, the first uh, conqueror after the flood. That it was my power. I took fate in my own hands. I, uh, I controlled my own destiny. That, it was, that I didn't let nothing stop me from believing in my dreams and what I felt and what I wanted. That it was my determination, it was my hard work and my skill and my uh, uh, my never quit attitude that got me to the position I'm at. That got me to 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 uh, uh, to where I'm at. That and nobody helped me. I earned every I earned everything. It was me who did this. We really took that mentality on real heavy, to where it wasn't about what that. It was God who did all this. It was God who saved us. It was His power. His mercy, his love that saved us, the nation of Israel. We really got to the point as individuals, what I'm doing as an individual to make myself happy. What I'm doing in the pursuit, the pursuit of my own happiness, that I'm not going to let stop, nobody stop me from pursuing my dreams, my goals, my wants, my desires. The sky is the limit. I'll do whatever it takes to make myself happy. Completely forgetting about God. That it was God. The only reason we were enjoying the prosperity that we had, it wasn't because of our righteousness. It was only because of God's mercy and love and God keeping his promise to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob, that that the Israelites were going to be the chosen seed. Reading on, sir. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 16 reads, They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. With abominations provoked they him to anger. So it tells you that with the things that make God sick, with the actions, with the behaviors that God cannot stand, we as Israelites provoke God's anger by worshiping those things, by worshiping money. By instead, instead of living in, 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 in a, uh, a communal society where we made sure we took care of everybody, we started living in a very capitalist. I'm going to capitalize for myself. I'm looking out for self. I'm going to be a niggard. I'm going to be greedy. I'm not going to love my neighbors. I love myself. It's all about me. It's about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I got going on, my own intuition. And this is my uh, nation of people, but he, each individual in this nation with the same thought, it's all about me. It's all about, it's all about what makes me feel good. So I don't care if God can't stand this or God can't stand that. I'm going to do what what's right for me, what feels good to me. I got to follow my own gut. I got to follow my own heart. 
I got to follow what I came up with, that nobody can control me. Nobody's going to control me or tell me what to do or tell me that I can't be happy. We really took it to some extremes, brother, says we really, truly did. Reading on, the next verse. So we angered God. Go ahead. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 17 reads, They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. We, we sacrificed unto devils and not to God. That, that in following the ways of other nations, in following the ways of how other people did things, to pursue happiness, to perceive, to pursue enjoyment, to pursue what they put together as security, as comfort, we would sacrifice to those deities. We would sacrifice to those things, but we would not sacrifice and do things the way God wants things done, the way he dictated and gave to our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To, to how, what he gave to us through Moses. We didn't want to follow that. We wanted to follow some new things. Yeah, if another nation popped up with another, uh, uh, here, let's deal with credit. If another nation popped up with um, some type of, 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 of sex ritual, another nation popped up with some type of education, some type of, 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 of fraternity, some type of sorority, that we would dedicate and, 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 and do those things required to fit into those societies. But as far as what God has dictated, we didn't pay that no mind. Reading on. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 18 reads, Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, and hast forgotten God that formed thee. Go ahead. 19. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. That God got pissed off when he saw this. Because now instead of being faithful like Abraham was, Abraham taught his children to fear God, to obey God, to follow God's voice, that that's what righteousness is. That that got thrown out the window, and it really became every man following what felt good to him. With every female following what felt good to her while living in the promised land, while living in the land that God provided for for us. We acting a fool in his house, in his land. Reading on. Verse 20 reads, and he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be, for they are a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. Children in whom is no faith. We really got to the point where, like the nations, if you look at the gods of all the other nations, the gods of all the other nations are idols. That the gods of the nations, you could see them. I can see that, that God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the invisible God. 
We don't see him. We see his works, but we don't see him. So we really got to this point where in, in, when God is saying that we had no faith, that it wasn't about just obeying his word. We had to see something. I got to see your God. I can see when I have this sexual ritual, how it makes you feel. I can see when I take this drug, how it makes me feel. I can see when when I just look out for me, how me and my family can get a temporary come up uh, of, of, of quick prosperity. I can see this, but to live the way God is saying live and is written in a book, I can't see that. I can't see how obeying what this book a book says, what the law says, what the scroll says. I can't see how that's going to help me as an individual. It's all about show me the baby. I've got to see <laughs> how it's going to work. God. What, what's going on? Uh, talk to me. No, no, no. I mean, just I, I have to see the baby, you know, knowing that we, we should have been, you know, living by faith and, and, and not by sight, you know, but it, it goes in, in direct correlation with uh, the scripture that says the Jews uh, require a sign or I got to see something, you know, just to, just to go along with what your what, what the scriptures are, are, are showing us. Right. And also what Christ came back and said, in, in, in addition to what you just brought up, well, thank you for that, what Christ also said, only an evil and wicked generation seek us a sign. It's not enough just to read the Bible and believe and just do what the Bible says. I got to see something. And again, Christ said, the Savior said, only an evil and wicked generation seek us after a sign. That's why we we can get so caught up into like things like the zodiac. We get so caught up into things like like uh, uh, this this superstitions. Because I can see it, I saw it, and what is what you see got to do with God's word? What is it that that we see that's got anything to do with what God says? But this was a problem that we as Israelites have been having with the Father. Moses recorded this within the last month of our 40 years in the wilderness. We're in 2022. That was, Moses was about roughly 2,000 years before Christ. So this is over 4,000 years ago that this was recorded about us, that we are children of no faith. Reading on, no. This is the verse I'm going to get to, verse 21. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 21 reads, They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. And I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. So I wanted to get to this point right here. Now, if we can go back to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 46, that these, that these two scriptures actually go together. 
that for us not obeying the voice of the Lord our God, that these curses was going to um, uh, pursue us, overtake us, um, that we're not going to be able to get away from these curses because we move God to anger. We move God to jealousy with the things that we started worshiping, with the way we, 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 with the way that we behave, with the way that we put things together that's got nothing to do with his word. We don't put trust if I do what God says. We put trust in, what, in, in everything else. This is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why God put these curses upon the Israelites. We now read verse uh, 46. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 46 reads, And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. So these curses were going to be on the Israelites for a what? A sign. A sign and for a wonder. If we want to know. Upon thy seed forever. If we want to know who are God's chosen people, then the signs we should be looking for is not the prosperity, but the curses. We should be looking at what people fit these particular curses that seem to be generational curses, that seem to be hereditary. All we got to do is, when we read the Bible, match the curses. And this, this, these curses is how we're going to know who God's chosen people are. Because, like it says in, um, uh, in Hebrews, if, I, if you can remember, it says, it says uh, God only chastises the ones he loves. What was it? Hebrews chapter 12, verse oh. 5. That God only chastises the ones he loves. So if we want to know who the chosen people are, just like, uh, um, let's read that real quick. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 5 reads, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Yeah. For who, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Now, if we if we were into in, into a culture where we like to read, we we were in a culture where where it was it was it was nurtured in us to read the Bible with some comprehension, to read the Bible and, 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 and believe what the Bible is saying. It's telling us right here that as opposed in total contradiction to going by what I see, I see how people, how white people live. They, I see how our people living like white people live. They seem happy. They got money. They got cars. They got, they got relationships. They got uh, they got the clothes, um, they got financial freedom. 
So God must be with them. The, remember, God said he was going to make the Israelites jealous because we made him jealous. God just read or told us, and I'm, I'm going to read, I'll read it, I got it right here. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 21, they have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. And I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. Then I'm going to raise up a, a nation of, of fools, cavemen, Caucasians, uh, a, a moralist, uh, culturalist, culturalist people. And I'm going to raise them over you. Not because they're smarter, more intelligent, wiser. Not because they, they, they have a, a, a stronger or better military. Not because I have an affection for them and I love them. No. The only reason that this nation was raised up over the nation of Israel was to provoke us to jealousy because we made God jealous. Was to make us angry because we made God angry. So when we go before them and we, there's no justice, when we go before them, we're still trying to argue for uh, and fight for to be recognized as humans, that we're fighting for just civil rights. And they, they, the, the, most, the most hypocritical nation on the planet Earth, that no matter if we vote, if we get guns, if we get an education, if we pay our taxes, if we have good credit, we're still going to be on the bottom. These curses are still going to pursue us. Not because God loves them. Not because they must be doing something right. God's only using them to make us jealous. That's it. That's it. That if we want to keep living by what we see, not by God's word, cool, then let me raise up these cavemen. Let me raise up Captain Caveman. Let me raise these, these, these Neanderthals, these, these troglodytes. Let me raise them up and put them in, and put them in positions of power, of, 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 of authority. Um, they can kill you, rape you, rob you, and then they can celebrate and call it Thanksgiving. They can tell you that, that, that you, you better celebrate July 4th, their independence, but we don't get independence. They get their independence in 1770, July 4th, 1776. We supposedly get independence Juneteenth, 1860, 1870, 1868. <laughs> what the hell date is Juneteenth or Cinco de Mayo? They're immigrants coming from <clears throat> Europe, coming and invading and colonizing America. Come and get this land, and they call the natives of this land, the natives of, of Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, 
Utah, Arizona, California, Nevada, Oregon. All that land was Mexico. These European immigrants get over here, put up this fake-ass, false-ass, false border, and now people whose land this has been for centuries are now illegal aliens on their own ancestral land? And then these Europeans have, have, have the caucasity to say, if you don't like living in America, go back to where you come from? Maybe the fact that they're coming from Mexico, Central America, back to their land, they're coming back to where they come from. Well, you have the nerve to call them illegal aliens. But why did God let this happen? God is was going is making the Israelites jealous because we didn't want to obey His voice and have faith in His words. We wanted to believe what we see. What I see is what I believe. That's how I, that's how we do every damn thing. All that now, just to come back and tie it back up with Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight verse forty six, that all these curses. It's going to come upon us for a sign. Don't follow the money to find out who the Israelites are. Follow the poverty. Follow the curses. That shall be upon us for that's gonna be upon us and upon our seed. That the same type of things that our grandparents were fighting for. Civil rights. Education. Better jobs. Were the same things that their grandparents were fighting for. Equality. To eat, to eat at a damn lunch counter. Right. That these type of things, these behaviors <clears throat> have been following us for generations. Like the scripture that the brother Gabbard Kawhi is going to read one more time. You going to say something? You have something to say? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm just right with you. So you you wanted me to 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 read the uh, the Hebrews uh, twelve and five again? Yeah, that's or right. or the yeah. the Deuteronomy thirty two and forty six was twelve twelve and five. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Hebrews chapter twelve and verse five reads, "And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son. Despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint." when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. That's how God does things when we actually read the Bible. Not not this thing of, well, we can't beat them, let's join them. 
it's a dog eat dog world, so you gotta become a dog. Become a wolf. You gotta act like your enemy acts. They got guns, we'll get guns. They're ruthless, we'll be ruthless. Or or uh you know, in the words in the words of Redman, what he used to always say was if you got to be a monkey, then be a gorilla. <laughs> right. You know, just take it, take it be above and beyond beast, beast, being beastly. Beast know. mode. Yeah, beast mode. No morals, no conscience, you know, for the Heavenly Father and the law, statutes, and commandments. But go beast mode on the traditions and the cultures, and you know, just to, you know, with with the with this thing that's going on even right now, to to just matter to the to a foolish nation. Live you by know, your which, instincts. Live, live by your instincts. Right. Right. Don't live by what God says and how God says. Live by your instincts. Like James Ryan just says, I get the feeling. <laughs> I get the feeling. We keep living by our feelings like our, for, our foreparents did in the promised land. They got us kicked out the promised land. That we started from the top and now we're here. <laughs> yeah, as, as you were talking about, you know, instead of being in the frame of mind of Cain, I, I, I guess in this day and time, 2022, we would be in the frame of mind of Drake to to yeah. bring a relation, you know, with with the song of started from the bottom, now we're here. Right. When we actually started from the top <laughs> and now we're on the bottom, which is huh. here. And also with the uh, frame of mind of it's all me, you know, because when you were reading, when when, when I was reading the, the scripture that had uh, uh, Jeshuron and how you waxed fat and how we, we became, you know, as if it was about us, even though the Heavenly Father was taking care of us, we thought that it was all us, like like Drake's like Drake's song, it's all me, it's 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 all what I'm doing, you know. Even yeah. in his started from the bottom, now we hear it's about what he started at at the bottom and what he did brought us to the top, you know, or, you know, him and his associates. But that frame of mind that's being pushed, even today, is being pushed that we are not in the positions that we are in because of the Heavenly Father, but because of our own doing, which is being pushed over the, over the you know, the over the over the over the air, 
to get us in that frame of mind that, you know, as you were you were talking about earlier, um, I'm I'm only I'm I'm surviving. I'm making you know this. I'm a billionaire. I'm a millionaire. I'm I'm surviving. I'm I'm taking care of because of the sacrifices and things that I'm doing. You know, just leaving no no giving of praise to the heavenly Father. You know that that's that's where we're at. That's what society is pushing. And then, you know. And and the belief that if somebody is prospering in this wicked world, that God must be with them. Right. That the only reason that they have what they have is not a reflection on the scriptures that God said he's going to make us jealous with those which are not a people. It got nothing to do with that. It's God must be with them or they must be doing something right. So they, they got a, they went and got a degree, then I'm gonna get a degree. They, they went and, 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 and invested in, in, in Bitcoin and stocks and bonds, I'm gonna go ahead and invest in stocks, Bitcoin and, and bonds. They worked and cleaned up their credit, I'm gonna work and clean up my credit. They they uh uh they join a fraternity, I'm gonna join a fraternity. I'm gonna follow their blueprint. Because I see where they made it. They're, they're, they are where I want to be at, so I'm going to follow how they did things. Forget the scriptures. Forget applying what the scripture says. I see them living a certain way, and I want that same happiness. I don't want to do it the way God said do it. I see how they did it. So if I do it the same way, I will have the same success. That is not how the Father works. So, again, in Deuteronomy, going back now to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 46, can we read that one more time? Time. Deuteronomy read, chapter. Read, read 45 and 46 again. Time. Deuteronomy chapter uh 28 and verse 45 reads, Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. Ready on. 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart because for the abundance of all things. Because we, didn't, we, we get to a point, had gotten to a point where to do things God's way was an inconvenience. To do things and live the way God wants us to live by just by by following the words of a book, not by doing like the other nations. The other nations would take up arms. The other nations would, would, would go to physical combat. They would go to physical war to to, to to change things. 
we would have to go and sit our asses down somewhere and read and then do what the scriptures says but that was that was that was that was that, that it couldn't be that that's not how white people do things that's not how the chinese people do things that's not how the japanese people did things that's not how 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 zulu warriors did things <laughs> What are you saying? No, I was, you know, just just some things that are that are humorous, like you know, zoo warriors. You know, we want to be every, we want to follow behind every custom, every tradition. You know, Zulu nation. You know, uh, everything but who we who we truly are. You know, the. I see, I see how their job is <laughs> for them. Right. So if that's how their guys work for them, then if I do the same thing that they're doing, I'm going to enjoy the same now success and happiness. So from that, from there, give me a Nehemiah chapter nine, verse twenty-seven. <clears throat> the book of Nehemiah, chapter 9, verse 27. And it's a long verse. So I'm going to let you read the whole verse, and then we're going to come back and, and, and break it down. Con. Um, Nehemiah, chapter 9. Yep. And verse 7. 27. I'm sorry. And, and verse 27. Let me read this. Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 27 reads, Therefore thou deliverest them into the hand of their enemies, who vexed them, and in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. And according to thy manifold mercies, thou gavest them saviors who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. But after they had rest, they did not they did evil again before thee. Therefore leftest thou them in the hand of their enemies, so that they had the dominion over them. Right. Yet when they returned just, just verse twenty seven. Twenty seven. Just just verse twenty seven? Yeah. Therefore Thou deliverest them into the hand of their enemies who, who vexed them. And in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. And according to thy manifold mercies, thou gavest them saviors who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. So we can trace the history, the, 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 the history of the Israelites. And we can see the Israelites were in captivity many times. The, we as Israelites were in slavery many times because of our not being willing to do things the way God wants things done and our wanting to be like the nations. 
and wanting to be ruled and to rule ourselves like the nations, to enjoy the the prosperity, the fun, the uh, the, the the naughtiness, the mischievousness uh, of the nations, that we as Israelites have been in captivity many times. And then, because the Lord would deliver us to the hand of our enemies, uh, and our enemies do what? Vex us. All right. Our enemies, oh, well, who saved them out of the hand of our of, of their enemies. Um, it says, therefore, thou, thou deliverest them into the hand of their enemies who vexed them. What is the word vexed? And in the time of the <clears throat> time, I'm getting that right now. Vexed, the definition, um, to make problematic, uh, disputed, contention, um, let's see, questionable, to open to doubt, uh, what was the very first definition? Yeah. So I'm asking, what was the problematic to make things problematic? To make problem problem to make I'm sorry, problematic. That's the first one. So and then to open to question. So the very first definition said what? Um, to make problematic. You stop right there. So it says therefore. Thou deliverest them into the hand of their enemies who vexed them or who did what? Made things problematic for us. So when we're sitting here to deal with red tape, we're sitting here just trying to get, get some help or get some assistance, but now we can't get help or assistance because now we got to deal with the red tape. But now we got to deal with... with, with uh, some new damn law, some new damn policy, some new damn whatever, to where now is, we have a whole lot of problems. That now our enemies are making things problematic for us. But why? This was God telling us that for not wanting to do things his way, not finding a joy in doing things his way, that these curses were going to pursue us and overtake us. No matter how much we're going to try, we want to try and get away from them. That we're going to be in the hand of our enemies and be vexed. That our enemies were going to make things problematic for us. Oh, you're an American. If you don't like the way things are going in America, you need to go vote. You need to go register to vote. Oh, but if you have a felony on your record, if you're a felon, you can't vote. So you can't change. You can't vote for change of of policy or of laws or whatever 
you have no say so. You have you have no say in, 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 in how things are going because you are a felon. You live in in, in, in a red line uh uh ghetto or slum. Now, because you're a felon, you cannot legally own a weapon, to a gun, to protect your home. Even though the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment is the right to bear arms. I think I'm, I'm, if that is a right, a right amendment. But now yeah. you you cannot <laughs> own a gun legally, and protect your your home, your apartment, wherever you might be staying at, because you're a felon. So now your enemies, our enemies, are, have been vexing us or making things problematic for us. And again, this ain't the first time this has happened. These conditions that, that, we're, that we're living under, this ain't the first time that God had to do this to us. This is not the first time. The only difference about this time now is that every other captivity we were in before, we at least had the, the base knowledge that we were Israelites. But we were still acting a damn fool. It's only because of now that we're just now, we had our identity totally wiped away from us. So now we're coming back into the identity that we are the Israelites. But like it says, therefore thou, thou deliverest them into the hand of their enemies who did vex them. Reading on from there, sir. Time. <clears throat> and in the time of their trouble, when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven. So, and then and says, according to thy manifold. This says, in the time of our trouble, we, then we cried unto the Lord our God. We humbled ourselves. And collectively as a nation, we cried unto, the, unto our God. And when we collectively as a nation cried unto the voice, uh, cried unto our God, then God heard us from heaven. Not the individuals. He heard our nation. We came together as one <clears throat> in the land of our captivity, in the land of whatever slavery or oppression we were under, we would come together, confess, humble ourselves as a, a nation, cry to the voice, uh, cry to our God, and then our God would hear us. Reading up from there. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 9 and verse 28 reads. Verse 27. But after they had, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, the middle at, towards the end of uh, verse 27 reads, 
and a co- when they cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven, and according to thy manifold mercies thou gavest them saviors who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. So when we would come together as a nation, humble ourselves as a nation, and then cry unto, the, unto our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God would hear our cries, and thou sendest amongst and gavest them saviors. There wasn't just one savior he sent. At one time it was Moses. Another time it was Joshua. Another time it was it was it was um, Samson. Another time it was David. Another time it was Ezra. Another time it was Maccabees. Another time it was Daniel. Another time it was Othniel. Another time it was Isaiah. Another time it was Gideon. There's many times that when we were being oppressed and and in slavery, we would humble ourselves as a nation, cry to the unto our God, and then the Lord our God would send saviors, plural, many times, who saved them out of the hand of their enemies. As we look now, and we're seeing, and then now a lot of the work that's been going on since the 70s, um, as I was saying, uh, open up this, 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 this year, of our elders being uh, from the 1970s, being at Times Square, 44th and Broadway, 34th and Broadway, in front of Macy's, where the, the infamous Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is derived from, um, 50th and Broadway, um, 42nd and 8th Avenue, in Manhattan, um, Wall Street, uh, 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 Broad, Broad Street and Wall, right on the corner of the World Trade Centers, right, literally right there where Wall Street, Wall Street is. That, that our elders and this this word, this message has been going out since then. But there's been a conspiracy to not get it out mainstream. To try and, 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 and quote and try and, 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 and silence these teachings of now waking up our people, our people to wake up. Like Isaiah chapter 52 verse 1 tells us, awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Like uh, Romans chapter 13 verse 11 says, that, uh, and that knowing the time that now, it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is even nearer than when we believed. Isaiah 58 and 1, cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgressions. Revelation 18 and verse 4, um, come out of her, my people, 
that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. Jeremiah chapter 50, deliver thyself from Babylon. Zephaniah 2 and 1, gather yourselves together, yet gather together, O nation that desire. That this message has been going out since the 70s. But we're seeing now where it's finally starting to hit mainstream with Kanye West professing that he's an Israelite. But there's many others. But right now, it's, it's really getting, it really cannot be hit. Kyrie Irving. Nick Cannon. Kendrick Lamar. Nas has been saying this for a minute. And it, in the, uh, the, the, the album, it was written. He was he was rapping about Israelites. Uh, Israeliteness is in his yeah. lyrics, which Wu-Tang was way Clan. back in the '90s, right? The the late '90s. Yeah. This teaching has been has been out, like it says, in in, in uh, highways and byways. Of where our people be at on the street corners. From from Harlem, New York, all across America to, to Venice Beach, California. And everywhere in between. The teaching and, and the prophesying of, of it's time for Israel to wake up. It's time for us to wake up to our nationality and, and, and to repent. And now it's getting to a point again where it's making mainstream, mainstream media. And that is what's leading me to this right here. This is kind of a weird, a weird segue. I, 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 it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to make, make this smooth, but let's go to Luke chapter 18 and verse 8. No, no, no. You know, Luke. let's start at verse 1. Let's start at verse 1. Luke chapter 18 and Luke, verse 1. Uh, chapter 18 and verse 1. Come on. Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. Read. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now, saying, I, I, I love this. I love this because we just came from Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 27. Now, contrary to what we've learned in this society, to pray as individuals, that now I lay me down to sleep. I plead the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I awake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Can't find that nowhere in the Bible. <laughs> well, there's a, sim- a similarity in um, Psalms uh, chapter uh, 4 at the end. It's, it's actually uh, 4 and 8 um, where it 
you 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 find out where they actually got it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll read it real quick, just just to to give you um, the idea of what that they added on uh, came from. It says, um, Psalms 4 and 8, it says, I will both lay me down in peace, for thou, Lord, only makest me to dwell in safety. Okay. Okay. Yeah, your phone sounds good. Oh, okay. And, and and thank you for that. I stand corrected. Oh. Water. Uh, I, I was, was, that was not the intention, but but. <laughs> Con, uh, yes, sir. I was I was referencing how we how we just read Nehemiah chapter nine verse twenty seven, which I know people have not read. Right. That when when did the Lord hear our prayers? Is when we, the nation of Israel, came back together. Uh-huh. When we, the nation of Israel, didn't just unite under okay, we're Israelites. Whatever whatever civil uh, divisions that we had going on amongst ourselves, whatever uh, disturbances we had amongst ourselves. Whatever hatred, beefs, grudges, jealousies, envy, strifes, malices that, that we had against one another, we let those things go so that we collectively would pray to the Lord our God, and the Lord our God would send a Savior or Saviors to save us from the hand of our enemies. So when, he, when Christ is saying here, I'm, I'm, this is the same I'm, I'm trying to make here now, that when Christ is telling us now here in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, and he says, and he spake a parable unto, unto them to this, to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. A lot of times we only look at this scripture as an individual. That as an individual man, as an individual woman, as an individual child, that I'm praying as an individual. That I'm praying as an individual for the things that I want. But we are not coming together as men, plural, the men of Israel, the nation of Israel, while we're in the hand of our enemies, and we, as the nation of Israel, are praying to the Lord our God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, for him to have mercy on our nation. And that we have to come together as a nation of people like we have done many, many captivities in history. And then when we came together as a nation, Zephaniah 2 and 1, Psalm chapter 50 verse 5, uh, Genesis chapter 49, verse 1 and 2, that when we gather ourselves together as one, 
and we humble ourselves, we confess our sins as a nation, the Lord our God will hear us and send a Savior. But that would mean we can't come before God in pride, in arrogance. I'm only praying for the things I see and the things that I want and for my bucket list. We, as men of the nation of Israel, have to come together as the nation of Israel, confess our faults, our sins, as the nation of Israel, so that the Lord our God will now have mercy upon us and send the Savior, who the world calls Jesus Christ. Reading on. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Um, um, yes, sir. Uh, Luke chapter 18, and verse 1 uh, reads, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there so, was in a city... We, 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 we should, so we should be coming together as, as the nation of Israel praying, like our forefathers did in every captivity that we were in. Not praying as individuals just for my credit score, for my house, for my car, for my relationship, for my bills to get paid, for me to be able to just walk into a store and it would be nice that I could just spend money whenever I wanted to and not have to worry about it. Not praying as capitalists, that I'm looking for every opportunity for myself, but that we're praying as the nation. And we're going to find out this is what our enemies are, are the most afraid of. That if we wake up, if we repent, we come together and we repent, and we pray to the Lord our God while in the hand of our enemies, the Lord our God will send a Savior to deliver us from the hand of our enemies. And whenever the Lord would send a Savior, the Lord would destroy that nation that was oppressing us. That nation that had us in captivity. The archaeology proves that it's true. The history proves that it's true. 
the nation of Israel, it was never because we got together as warriors or because we got together and stockpiled weapons. It's because we pray to the Lord our God. And many times, the Lord, our God, would kill more of our enemies than we ever could. The Lord, our God, would have our enemies in so much confusion, they would kill themselves. But it was never because it it was our because of our own military proudness. Our own economic wisdom and, 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 and savings, something as simple and contradictory to the rest of the world just come together. Repent and pray to the Most High. Let's keep reading. Verse 2. John, Luke chapter 18 and verse 2 reads, saying, there was in a city a judge which, which feared not God neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge no, so, his so, own elect? So in, in, so in this parable, that even a, an unjust judge, because this particular woman was not going to stop coming and asking for, for, um, deliver, asking for justice, that just because her, her, her continual non-stop commitment that he wasn't doing it because he feared God. He wasn't doing it because he was going to make God happy. That had nothing to do with his decision to help her. It was because she wasn't going to stop. That whoever her adversary was that continued to vex her or do whatever they was, whatever was going on, we don't, we don't know for sure. But that the fact that she was not going to stop going to this judge asking for justice, and he was an unjust judge, that the unjust judge decided to grant her prayer, grant, grant her wish. And this judge, this particular judge was unjust. So now Christ said, did you hear this? Where was that? Um, verse 6. Fine. Verse 6, and the Lord said, hear what the unjust 
say it. Did so, you hear what and shall not God a bitch? He says, have you right. done, did you not hear what the unjust judge says? He was going to grant this woman's wish only because she was not going to stop. Now, in verse 7, uh, Christ says what? And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Right. So the elect, again, us, the Israelites coming together, Isaiah 4, 3, and 1, Israel, mighty elect, that we're supposed to be coming together as Israelites, as the elect of God, praying continually. That the nation of Israel is supposed to be gathering together and praying to the Lord, our God, for deliverance from the hand of our enemies. And that the Lord, our God, is going to avenge us of our enemies. Reading on, verse 8. In Luke chapter 18 and verse 8 reads, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? So it tells you that, yeah, God, God is, is going to make quick work of destroying our enemies. He's going to do that. It's only going to take one hour to destroy Babylon the Great. From sea to shining sea, it's only going to take one hour. But the question that's going to be is, even among the elect, when Christ makes his return to deliver his people, to finally save his people from the hand of our enemies. Luke chapter 1, verse 68 through 72. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Matthew 18 and 4. Matthew 15, 24. But when he comes back, when he makes his return, is he going to find faith on the earth? I'm, I wanted to hit this, 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 this verse from the particular angle that, that we're going in because not that I want to put a damper on this joyful thing that we see with Israelites waking up all over everywhere, all over the world even. With this latest thing going on with, with IUIC and, and, and Kyrie Irving um, and, and hell, Sakari, uh, Believers of the Way, uh, uh, ISUPK, uh, GOCC, uh, 12 Tribes, House of, uh, House of David, House of Israel, um, the Sons of Jacob, um, ambassadors of Christ, that as, as we see this this awakening taking place, almost at, 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 a, at a, I mean, the numbers of people now acknowledging the Israelites, wow, it's almost mind blowing compared to how it was 30 years ago, 35 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago when the elders was out there. In Manhattan, New York City, the belly of the beast, preaching that Jesus Christ is black. 
preaching the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. That one west, 125th Street, people's living rooms is bigger than what that office space was. Some people's bedrooms today are bigger than how big that, that office space was. It was not a cathedral. It wasn't a mega temple church. One West, 125th Street, was an office space. That might, I mean might, have held 50 chairs, it might have held 50 chairs. To see where it's at right now is a great, it's a joyous thing. But what we got to get ready for is, as Hebrew Israelites are waking up all over the world, which is, which is prophesied, our enemies are not going to go out quietly. And their persecution is going to be so intense That it's going to make a lot of people question their faith. It's going to make a lot of people deny the scriptures. It's going to make a lot of people be so fearful and so afraid that they will deny the scriptures. They're going to deny Christ. that our enemies are not going out without a fight. And yes, uh, give me real quick, uh, Psalms, chapter, not Psalms, Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6. Uh, um, Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6. Reads, my people have been lost. Their shepherds they have turned. Hey, your your phone is breaking up. It's getting that kind of electronic sound. Okay. Is that better? Uh, try it. Come on. Um, we're in Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6. And it reads, right. my people... You're coming across loud and clear. Come on. So Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 6 reads, my people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. 
they have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten. Just, just verse six. It that that's all of verse six. It's okay. It, all, it says uh, they have forgotten their resting place. The reason I wanted to come to this scripture right here. The Lord calls his people lost sheep. If you look at how sheep move, sheep follow the crowd. how sheep move. Sheep follow a crowd. The, in other words, sheep follow trends. They, they'll follow fads. And if you look at how our people move, we follow fads. We, we, we follow trends. So right now we're seeing this trend of where it's, it's going to be it's kind of fattish or kind of kind of in the in the uh, it's popular to now be a Hebrew Israelite. I was seeing how many brothers was dressed in, in purple and gold at the, at the Barclays Center there in, in, in Brooklyn, and to see how IUIC are they going from I mean, they've been in, in Tennessee, uh, Chicago, um, what they did there in in, in, uh, in Brooklyn, and now I see they're, they're in New Orleans, uh, and they're they're a couple hundred deep, if not maybe a thousand deep um, in these in these uh, seminars that they be doing in all these different cities, wearing the purple and the gold, and it's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm not going front; it's a beautiful thing, but it's also very faddish. And and then you got some celebrities, uh, you know, now popping off and saying, yeah, the, the, it, Floyd Mayweather said that the, the Jews are black. Um, I, I mentioned uh, Nick Cannon. I mentioned uh, uh, Kenny Lamar. Uh, more recently, uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, uh, who, who was that? Kodak, Kodak Black. Uh, Kodak Black. Uh, Kanye. Uh, Amari Stoudemire, um, uh, DC Youngfly, uh, again, Nas, uh, members of Wu-Tang have, have been to Passovers, um, uh, Boys to Men, uh, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities now, um, that are that are coming around to the fact that oh yeah, okay, we are the Israelites, and it's becoming it's gonna become a it's becoming a fad. It's gonna become a fad. Uh, trendy. It's gonna be the thing to be. That just like you know you can, you can trace our people when it was you know with Black Power, it became about getting a, a Swahili name. Uh, everybody got, to, and then you know we had the the, the Afro picks with the black fist. Um, it was trendy. Um, to everybody wearing an Afro, 
it was trendy. Uh, we went from afros to jerry curls. Uh, it was trendy. Uh, we went from, you know, the, the bell bottom and the um, uh, and, and the clothes of the 60s to, uh, to, to cross colors to um, uh, if it was the the, uh, the the West Coast gangster look of the, of the Kroger Sacks and the uh, um, the the, the uh, Ben Davis uh, the the uh, uh, like the like the janitor apparel, <laughs> wearing yeah. wearing the hats wearing the hats backwards. Um, every every you, you know when you when you mention the seventies and the and the the bell bottoms and the platform shoes and the and the you know the 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 disco, the even with the yeah. change of music. Um, um, black well, is Jordan, beautiful, right? <laughs> you know, when Michael Jordan came out with the the, the first uh, Air, jo- uh, Air Jordans, right? Everybody had a pair of Air Jordans because it, we, we're trendy like that. We follow trends. I I, I want to be in. I want to be in. I want to be part of the in crowd. Um, Kanye with these damn Yeezys. Um, if it's uh, uh, wearing, wearing Gucci or Louis Vuitton, or or when when, when tattoos became trendy, where everybody just started getting tattoos. Like Tupac started that shit. That when he came up with Thug Life across his stomach. That oh my god, that 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 just unleashed the the, the that just unleashed a wave. So now everybody, women started getting tattoos. Um, we went from from the afros and the jerry curls to to the bald heads. So we're even girls, females, coming out with bald heads, bald fades. That we are a very trendy people. We follow trends, like sheep do. Like sheep do. So if you can read that for me one more time, please, Doc. Con. Um, Jeremiah, our time is what I come to an end to. Go ahead. Con. Uh, Jeremiah uh, chapter 50 and verse 6 reads, My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. It says that our shepherds have turned us astray, that the leaders that we, that we follow in these trends, these leaders that we follow in, in, in these trends and in, in these movements, they have us trendy. We, we follow what the, 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 what, what, whatever's in at that particular time. We, we have a habit of following those things. So right now we're seeing this movement of where to be an Israelite, to be Shemitic, to be uh, uh, the 12 tribes, to be one, a member of the 12 tribes, to profess that Jesus Christ is black, it's going to become very trendy. And our enemies are going to, re- are recognizing this. Our enemies are going to see this. And understand that this is matching the prophecies of the Bible. 
that as Israelites wake up, which is a beautiful thing, that that means that whatever kingdom, whatever empire we were in that was oppressed, that had us in slavery, like like during the time of Nebuchadnezzar and, and Daniel the uh, and, and Daniel with the writing on the wall, that thy kingdom is coming to an end. That as Israelites are starting to wake up all across the world, as becoming mainstream now, it's, it's hitting mainstream media. Let's go to Revelation chapter twelve, verse twelve. How am I ending with this one? Come. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 12 reads, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. As Israelites are, are waking up more and more and more and more, which is prophesied, which is a beautiful thing, the devil, the deceiver, the, the leaders of the current society that we're in are going to have great wrath because they will realize that they have but a short time left to rule. That their rulership, their empires, are, are are going to soon be at an end. That their time is getting shorter and shorter, and they're going to come down with great wrath. So now, if we imagine this, what we'll read in Luke chapter eighteen and verse eight, that Christ says when he that he's going to avenge his, his, his elect, and it, it's going to be quick when he does avenge his elect. But when he does come, is he going to find faith on the earth? That when the, our enemies unleash their wrath, because they know they have but a short time, our Israelites going to be just following the trend or are Israelites really understanding what what time and what days we're living in? Read verse 17. Con. Revelations uh, chapter 12 and verse 17 reads, And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed which keepeth the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That as, as, as it, it, it's going to be tested, Who, who's in this for the trend? Or who's in this really understanding we're the Israelites and now our enemies are going to come at us even that much harder to try and get us to – I got to get one more question. Um, yes, sir.
Um, let me see. Uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 10. You can start at verse 32 and just read down. Todd. Matthew chapter 10, starting at verse 32. And it reads, come on now. Verse 32. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. Sure enough. I mean, that, that's a simple enough statement. If we're confessing who, who Christ is, um, Christ said he's going to confess us before his Father. Go ahead. 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him also, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. So now... What's going to be going on that will make a person want to deny Christ? Persecution. <laughs> you True. know, um, lo- losing, losing their riches, like Kanye, over a billion dollars, yeah. might be a motivation to deny losing all of your, your, your worldly possessions. I, 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 I agree 100. I agree with that 100. What about also, what made Peter deny Christ three times? When he saw the violence of that Christ was, was, was going through as, um, you know, as the crucifixion and, and all of that was going on, the, the, the violent level that he saw scared him and and caused him to uh deny him three times now this, this was the same peter that actually walked on water with christ the same peter that was there at the transfiguration when moses elijah and christ appeared with the most high I need to get that call, bro. Right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. That same Peter that Christ gave power to heal people, that at one time fed 6,000 people, another time fed 3,000 people. The same Peter that saw Christ raise Lazarus from the dead, This same Peter, that when the persecution, the crucifixion came, he actually denied Christ. That when it wasn't, when, when it tells you that Christ um, desired to go into a city when no man know it, but he, he could not be hid. 
that when it got past the celebrity, the 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 the, the, the people literally were taking roofs off of houses to see Christ, to just touch Christ. All types of accolades, all types of love was being rained upon Christ. And when it came time for the, the, the crucifixion, it was so intense that Peter, who just hours before had pulled a sword and cut off a soldier's ear, ready to ride or die for Jesus Christ. It got so intense that that Peter denied Christ. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34. Verse 33 again. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came out to send peace for the sword. When we put this again in context, that's why I wanted to start at verse 32. That, yeah, that being an Israelite, finding out a Christ is black, it's going to be sweet in the mouth like honey. It's going to be a, a sweet taste, but then it says when it gets into the belly, it's going to be bitter. It's not going to be all cupcakes and, 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 and ice cream. And that Christ is coming back just to make sure your credit is good. He's going to make sure you get that big spacious house that you've been always dreaming about. Verse 34, think not that I am coming to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace but a sword. Verse 35, for lo, I am come, for lo, I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter-in-law and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be there of his own household. It's going to get real trendy. It's getting trendy to be a Hebrew Israelite. And I'd be like, see, 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 I told you. See, I told you. See, we the Israelites. See, we the 12 tribes. See, even this celebrity said it. Even that celebrity said it. See, 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 we the Israelites. That's right. That's right. We the Israelites. Our enemies are going to come after us even harder because they're going to realize that they have but a little bit of time left. Verse 36, and a man's foe shall be there of his own household. And this is going to be so intense, it's going to make people of a household turn against each other, sell one another out for safety. Verse 37, he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. When we put it together with Luke chapter 18, verse 8, that when, nevertheless, when God's going to eventually elect in that very quickly. Nevertheless, when he returns, when the Son of Man returns, 
shall he find faith on the earth. That our enemies, knowing that this is going to be the last, that's it for them. This is society, the society, the powers that be, as we wake up and get to the point now, we're praying to the Lord our God together as one. Yes. Thankfully, history is about to repeat itself. And then finally, the anointed, the chosen, the Messiah, the Savior for the nation of Israel is coming to save his people. Verse 38. Uh, and he that taketh take not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. You there, Gabar? Yes, sir. Um, verse 39. We, verse 39 now. Right. We're, we're in. Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. This is going to be it. We're about to end it. Con. Con. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 39. Reads. Shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Sorry about the hesitation there. I, I didn't know if I was if I was at the right spot. <laughs> so let me read that again. Uh, Matthew uh, chapter 10 and verse 39 reads, <clears throat> And he that taketh and he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. You know? <clears throat> Forty. He that, rece- he that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. All right, I'm, I'm going to end it with that. I'm going to end it with that. Uh, I want to thank you, Brother Gabar, you know, Tawada, for, for reading, Brother. Always on point. Thank you, Tawada. Um, any announcements, Brother Gabar? Um, uh, actually, uh, no. Um, <laughs> not not really. It was a, it, it, it's, it's always a pleasure. And, um, you know, uh, in my response to uh you 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 thanking me um my response is you know bro it's 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 all about uh romans 12 and 1 which is the the, the reasonable service bro okay i got you all right brother sisters well uh thank you all for did tune in uh please tune in tomorrow for uh what should be a tells about tuesday tells about tuesdays tells about tuesdays uh, and then join us again uh, back on Wednesday um, and Thursday, and then uh, Bonabad 
again on Friday night. Uh, I was supposed to have the, the dates for the uh, Hanukkah. I'll, I'll have that on Wednesday. I'll have the dates on Wednesday. All right, so with that, uh, my name is Rashad. And then for Gabarkawa, uh, we would like to say Shalom. Thank you.